This message is brought to you in part by Liberty Distributors, where you can find all your janitorial needs. Just head on out Route 40 in Tridelphia, West Virginia, on your left side to pick up all your bathroom essentials. Please enjoy Tobacco Pipe Season 2 as we enter a new journey into our podcast lives. While the coronavirus is going on outside, things are starting to look up. So please enjoy me and Doopies back for the Tobacco Pipe Season 2, Episode 1, brought to you by Liberty Distributors. Enjoy. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> we are here with the start of Season 2 of the Tobacco Pipe. It's been a long wait. This is your boy, Father Dupes, with uh, my boy Juice. How are we doing? Father Dupes with the healthiest poops. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, but I'm I'm good, man. It's been it's been a very, very, very long time since I've done this. Actually, in the basement, I think it's I I think it's literally been since like March seventh. So it's been over a month. I I honestly can't remember like the last time me and you did. I don't. Well, I remember, but I don't remember the date. Yeah. Well, I honestly don't. I I don't. It had to be February. Oh, yeah. Beginning of February. Because, I mean, we had already, like the last one we did, we had already taken like three weeks off. And then all this stuff started happening. So, I mean, God just really threw us through the world. We weren't even, like, we we never even mentioned this on any of our episodes. The coronavirus wasn't a thing when we were were doing our latest episodes. It just popped up. But at that point, it was just like, uh,. Whatever. You know what's so crazy, though, is literally a couple months ago, we were just in a cabin in Hawking Hills. I know. End of January, going into February. None of this was being talked about, at least in America. Mm-hmm. And now now we're almost to the point where we're going to slowly start opening up. To me, it kind of just seemed like it was like, at that point in time, it was just going to be like, okay, here's another... Ebola, or I'm not saying those things were like good or something, but like, oh, I just wasn't thinking it was going to pan out to what it is now. I mean, it's been <laughs> it's been a ride, I'll tell you that. Well, it, it's it's been crazy because nobody living has lived through anything like yeah, this yeah, in terms yeah. of like lockdown. You know, you know, remember I was saying, um, how like all these crazy diseases have all happened in a twenty year. Like the plague, year. the the plague, yeah. Like every hundred years, it's been in a twenty. Yeah, like you you 19, did say 20, that. 18, 20, I, it was like the plague, whatever. Like all these stuff that wiped out like world populations or like a third of the population. I read somewhere it was all in a twenty year. Now, I mean, I know this hasn't wiped out near that many, but it's been like probably the biggest thing since nineteen twenty. Well, dude, <laughs> and what what like. It, I, I'm going to fully admit here, in the beginning, I took this thing as a fluke. I did think it was a joke. Like, I, 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 you heard about it in China and, like, over the pond and everything like that. But, you know, you never thought it would get here and become what it, what it did. Right. And it's, it's crazy, though, to think that, like, this put the whole world in check, bro. Like, it, it wasn't just, just us. Like, hit the pause button. Like, it was crazy. Um, and, like... It just spread like wildfire. Like, I feel like overnight, all of a sudden, it's like, we're just like, oh, it's not over here. We're good. And then it's in California. Oh, shit. Now it's at the East Coast. Like, 
and oh, New York blew up. Dude, I New mean, York's like the epicenter of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, they. You, you think think about it. They just got way too many people <laughs> crowded in that. So so many people living on top of each other. It, like it's just one island. It it's crazy. Yeah. I mean. The one time I was there, I was definitely overwhelmed. I mean, it is very cool to visit, but I couldn't live there. Like, literally, as far as you can see, any direction, it's just street, building, 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 building. You look up and, like, like I've never seen buildings that tall all, like, right stacked onto yeah. one another. It's just insanity. I, I don't – I personally don't know how I would handle it because – Sometimes, yeah. you know, I see it in movies, see it in shows. It does look cool. You know, i got a couple people that I follow on Instagram that live there. So, like, I see the lifestyle that they live. But, like, right. I, I feel like I would panic if I had to go on a subway or, like, try to get on a bus or even try to find somewhere. I feel like I'd panic. I, d- I ended up not getting on this. We, like, went and got, like, I don't know, I think it was, like, guest passes or something for the subway. Because we were going to use it, but then we ended up not using it. Too we much d- of a pussy to just jump the thing. <laughs> I, 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 I if I would back then, I didn't know it was a thing. Or we, I mean, I would have just done it, right? But um, I that's I actually kind of wanted to go on the subway just to say, hey, I've been on New York subway. Um, we took cabs everywhere. I mean, they weren't cheap. I'll tell you that. Did the, you? It wasn't Uber and stuff. Oh then. yeah. I mean, this was. I mean. Probably freshman or sophomore year in college. Well, I was listening to a podcast, and in 2008 to 2010, when the, when the big like stock market crashed and the recession or whatever they call it was happening in America, mm-hmm. listen to a couple of the startup companies that happened while everybody was kind of down and out, dude. That's when Uber began, Venmo began, Airbnb began. And there were two other big companies that huh. started during that time. So I wonder what kind of startup company will jump out of this with all the time <laughs> on their hand. Like in the next 10 years when we're looking back being like, we didn't have that 10 years ago. I'm ha- having a hard time imagining like what else, like what other idea can you come up with? Right. You know, you, we, uh, we literally have everything. I mean – Transportation's nothing. Like talking to each other's not. I never even heard of that uh, Zoom thing until this coronavirus. I think it helped them blow up. I didn't either. I I, I had no idea what it was, and I still. I mean, I, I probably was just for businesses or something before school. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> literally everyone I know is using it. Like even. <clears throat> The, the the gym I go to, they're using it to teach classes still. I mean, I, I see p- people taking pictures with so many people on a Zoom call, which it is cool. I mean, and I feel like people are getting a when they have you seen any of those Zoom parties where they'll drink? Yeah, or, yeah. I feel like people are just getting more trashed at their house than they would if they <laughs> were at an actual well, they bar. They don't worry about getting home. Yeah, it's <laughs> crazy, dude. JT's done it a couple times, and he's he, he's got pretty drunk, dude. It's kind to me, anyways. It's kind of scary. Like it might be the new norm, and like I mean, don't get me wrong. I love sitting at home, but. To a certain point, you need to get out. You, you, know, you need to 
interact with people. You know what I was thinking when I was literally sitting outside out back right before you got here? And it might sound stupid when I, like, put it out into the universe, but I was literally sitting back there thinking, you know, what this is going to do is it's going to take our generations, kids that can voluntarily stay home, watch TV, you know, don't feel bad. We do it all the time, but it's voluntarily. Now that that's all we have to do, it's getting our young generation to want to get out and about. But I feel like for the older people that are used to work, 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 and now get to stay home yeah. and they're getting a little taste of this, now they're, I, I feel like things will kind of balance out because each will get each other's point inside. Right. Like, I can see why these kids want to stay here and watch movies and shows because it's addicting, and then kids our age being like, okay, like I get you know we can't sit on our ass all the time right it, it's I, wild when you think about it i've got kind of like at least the people i've talked to i've kind of got like a mixed reaction about like with the older yeah, generation yeah. um because like you said they're they're always out at work and stuff some of them are, are telling me they love it they don't ever want to go back to work and then the rest of them are just like fuck this we need to go back to work this is ridiculous yeah. they, they can't keep us home any longer i think they're just so used to being out all the time doing something. They're just going nuts. Yeah, and, and now now that my like my dad still had to work, so yeah. he's been working, but just been coming home and like not doing anything, staying away from people. He has hopped on the Netflix original bandwagon yeah. train. Him and my mom are house in Ozark right now. What got him on there was the outer the Outer Banks show, dude. I was just going to say, speaking of Netflix, the last two days I binged Outer Banks. Wasn't it incredible, bro? Fire. I didn't know if I'd like it. It's funny. Luke, my little brother, (laughs) he literally, I was making fun of him today. I was like, you sound like a teenage girl talking about this show. Like, he's like, oh, John B. and Sarah, they're perfect. They're perfect. (laughs) (laughs) It's electric, bro. And it. And it came out of nowhere. Like, I remember hearing that they were making a show about the Outer Banks, but I completely forgot about it. Yeah. And it wasn't even on my home page, like, when I was on Netflix. I saw it from Twitter. I, I think it was, uh, it might have been Rhea from Barstool, or it was some chick. I saw mm-hmm. someone tweet about it, and then I looked it up, and me and JT started watching it. The whole storyline, and... How they mix the characters and stuff, I think's incredible. It's I always like had a weird feeling about the rich dad. He just was rubbing me the wrong way. <laughs> I don't know nuts. why. Spoiler but, alert! Um, like you remember when the uh, it was like when they first started doing like Nation's Top Ten or whatever on Netflix. They they have like the shows ranked. Yeah, yeah. That, it popped up like the first the first time I saw like the actual rankings like that. It popped up for me then. I just I've been meaning to watch. I still want to check out Ozark because I keep hearing how incredible it is, but I also keep hearing it's very hard to get into. Like the beginning is boring. Well, I I heard that through and through, but the fact that my mom and dad are crushing it makes me think yeah. that I know I'll like it. Yeah, I'm trying to think, uh, and I had no idea it was about drugs and stuff like that. Yeah. I had see for me, I thought it was like a horror type show. That's why I never yeah, watched. I it. thought it was going to be like some like weird scary sci-fi thing just by looking at the pictures That's exactly and stuff. what i thought too but uh now after after hearing the backstory i definitely need to check it out um 
That all American? Did you watch All American? I did not watch All American, but oh, I, I I've heard nothing but good things. It's really good. I mean, there's some parts it gets a little too dramatic, but in my opinion, that's just because it's made by the CW. Yeah, channel, they're always real dramatic. Um, oh, the Outer Banks show. Yeah, let's reel it back in. <laughs> Luke just told me today too. I believe he was talking about like the actors in it, the friends. I guess he was saying something like they all grew up together in Charleston, South Carolina, where they filmed it, and like they're actually all like real close friends on social media and stuff too. Which, if that's true, that would be kind of crazy. Like if they actually grew up together and just yeah. ha- happened to be on this show. See, like, I, I I did not hear that, but if that's true, that's I'm not saying it's true. No, but if it yeah. is. Yeah. That's a sick idea. Now, that that's one thing that kind of bummed me out, which I just pushed to the side. I'll, I'll go negatives real quick. Is that <laughs> literally none of it was filmed on the Outer Banks? Yeah, not one. I feel you on that. Not one second of it uh, was. And I mean, that's just because I love the Outer Banks. But I, I I can picture in my head they could have done it on like Ochre Coke or like Buxton. Like, but so that that kind of bums me out. And it all had to do with that. When North Carolina said that they weren't going to make transgender bathrooms, and then they had to switch the filming locations. I remember hearing you say on the juice box it wasn't filmed in the Outer Banks, which I know it isn't now, but I'm wondering about, it's like first episode, one of the opening scenes, they're driving in, and, it's, and it has like welcome to Outer Banks sign. I'm wondering if they just like did some CGI stuff for that. Or if they actually just got that one shot. Of the well, Outer Banks. I was, I've never seen that sign before. Oh, okay. So there you go. Yeah. But the, the only thing is, is if it could be a sign, if it's coming from duck or Southern shores, cause okay. or Corolla, cause I've never been that way. And there is a way to go in from the state that way. Yeah. So maybe, but I, I don't know. It, I just, uh, but going back to, if they were friends, that's, That would be really, really sick because I I just saw that the creator of it said that they're planning on doing four or five more seasons. Oh, they they definitely have to have like another one after this. They just left you with the huge cliffhanger, which is it. Honestly, I kind of liked it. Like it's letting you know what's going to go on the next season, like where they're going, what they're going to try to do. At least like in my mind, I've got a little uh image in my head um bahamas right yeah 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 where that i'm not gonna spoil anything but where that plane was flying to yep yep yep, um now i um i've only been to outer banks once and i know you've been there like a million times is it really like i didn't notice it when i was there but is it really like like uh class separated like that like I've never ever I never noticed, noticed that. that, but I will say again, I've never been to Corolla or Duck or Southern Shores, so okay. I don't know if it's like that up there. I know that down south where we go, everybody now you can tell there are some rich people, but yeah. it's it's not like that. I mean, there's rich people like that every beach you go. To. Yeah, and I I thought I thought it was kind of cool because that you take the element of Blackbeard because supposedly he died on Ochre Coke and his gold's still there and yada yada is what they say. It takes that element and it makes a a real life story about it. And yeah. I got the mixture of 
Stranger Things mixed with Bloodline. Did, have you ever seen Bloodline? I haven't seen Bloodline. I really need to watch Those that. are the two Netflix originals where I was like, okay, I see a mesh here. Yeah. Bloodline's pretty sick. It's based in Florida. You, you should just watch it. I'm not going to spoil it for you. So <laughs> okay. It's only three seasons. I, it ended up getting canceled because I think like the state taxes or some kind of tax went up where they were filming it, and they just couldn't afford it anymore. Is that the one with Coach Taylor? Yep. I thought so. Yep. The uh, <laughs> the the one scene in Outer Banks when they're in that old lady's house at night. The whole time I'm just like, she's fucking blind, dude. I would I would have been shitting. Push my her pants. and run out the door you came in through. <laughs> I would like, have been <laughs> shitting my pants, dude. I know. But like, whatever. I mean, I guess it's easier said than done when you're watching a show. But uh, let's transition to this, dude. Whatever. <laughs> what about Waco? Dude, Waco's nuts. Uh, That's I 2018. I did, I never remember ever remembered hearing about that I show. It happened in '93. No, no, no. I'm saying I'm sorry. It came oh, that okay. came out in, okay. in 2018. And honestly, I feel like it definitely has to be somewhat true because 100. It said it's based off a book that that FBI negotiator wrote and a book that that. Thibodeau dude wrote. Yeah, so you'd hear both sides. Yeah, you'd be yeah. able to paint, and I don't want to say an easy picture, but what's crazy is I don't ever remember learning about that. All no, I ever, never. I remember hearing growing up the wake, the shootout in Waco, or the Waco shootout. I never had any idea what it was, and if I'm being honest with you, I probably would have thought it was something to do years ago. Yeah. Like 1950s. Like, well, when I was watching, I was like, oh, this has got to be like 80s. And then I was talking to my parents about it, and uh, my dad was like, no, that was in 93, which I was only a year old, so I wouldn't remember. But, like, that's just still, it's that's only, what, 20? Yeah, it's not long years? ago at all. And I, I never would have thought it went on for, like, 51 days. Yeah, that's wild they were in there for that long. And, I mean, I said this to you before, but I, I love that actor. He's one, like uh, Taylor Kish. Yeah, plays uh, Mike Murphy in Lone Survivor. Sick, sick I, role in Savages too. This role literally made me want to fucking just curb stomp. <laughs> I'm dead serious. He was pissing me off. I hated this dude, and it's crazy because there are people like that today mm-hmm. that are still like that. I know, and like. I get like watching it. You're like, how? Like, how can you fall for this stuff? But I mean, I guess like, there's just some desperate people out there. I'm like, not hating on that. I'm just, yeah. Like, I get it. But like watching, I'm like, this dude is nuts. Like, how can you convince married people to come in there and just say? No sex. I'm going to take the sex burden from you and just have sex with your wife. And Basically looking at yeah. him like, I'm going to fuck your bitch. Yeah. And yeah. you're going to watch. And I'm going to have 25 kids in here. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? So do, do you – I think he was crazy enough to set it on fire, even though yeah. I know the FBI is – is fucked and like all that all that shit's fucked like what they did was screwed up that yeah. whole thing but I, I i feel like the dude was nuts enough to set it on that one particularly on fire himself i'm not saying he did but i definitely like if it wouldn't surprise me if he did because i mean he it, he did not want to come out i feel like he was stalling the whole time with 
let me write my manifesto and whatnot because I mean it got to way over a week. They gave him a week and he he wasn't even close to being done. And like on when it showed you multiple times deep down he really didn't care all that much for the people in there. Like the lady typing for him literally had a bullet hole through her finger and uh like she couldn't type anymore and he just talk, 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 talk. Hey girl. He yeah, he I mean, he literally didn't give a shit about any of those people. Yeah. And, and and it was crazy because throughout the whole, I think it was six episodes, throughout the six episodes, you could slowly tell, like, holy shit, this dude is just worrying about himself, does not give a shit yeah. about any of these other people. Yeah, I think he just, I, I kind of feel like, he, at least to me it was showing, I think he just wanted to be famous. Uh, he might have really thought he was some like prophet or whatever, whatever. But at the same time, I think he was using that to try to get fame. Um, Wonder what they uh, were going to do with all the guns. I mean, I know you can't speculate yeah. about it now, but yeah, I mean, I know they did have all those guns in there, but still, like the ATF, like really didn't have any solid case to be rolling in there like that. They were just desperate for a win and i never knew about that ruby bridge or whatever shootout that no. they showed in the very beginning yeah yeah and that was messed up too that uh like how the fbi handled that uh, it, the dude just had guns and lived by himself yeah like yeah i mean he was a white supremacist but I mean, yeah yeah but <laughs> i mean at least i don't remember him saying any crimes he committed right um really i feel like that fbi negotiator I really like that actor, too. I can't remember his name. Um, but I feel like he was the only one that, like, genuinely cared about people the whole time. Him and that Tibbs dude. That Tibbs was cool, and I feel like the whole time he was second-guessing about being there. Yeah, there were some pretty – there was a couple, I mean, three or four big names in that show. Or I, Okay, maybe not oh. – there was the FBI negotiator. The uh, the other FBI guy that he butted heads with the whole yeah, time. He's in a bunch of stuff. Tactical guy. Yeah. Um, and then the undercover dude that ATF lives in the house. Agent. Yeah, he, I know. I've seen him in a lot of. I don't know his name though. I think I think he's in Bloodline actually. So you, you might be seeing him. And then Taylor Kish. I, I mean, love him. <laughs> so I I don't know that that was. There's been a lot of lot of good watches, man, and I don't know if you've watched Dave yet, but if not, <laughs> we, we we don't have to touch on it yet. But, dude, me and JT talked about it. It's one of the best shows I've ever seen. I, I love it. I I just watched the new episode yesterday. The the finale. Is it only ten episodes? Yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> like the whole time in the beginning, where it's like he's playing that. So you don't know he's playing the song yet. I'm just like, what in the hell? Is going on. Me here. too, bro. <laughs> and the episode before that, when they're hiked, did you see? <laughs> yeah, dude, he just shit. I died when he shit, and shit's just squirting out of his asshole. Well, <laughs> he goes running off to the side and pulls his pants down. You see a turd fall. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the? I know. Remind. I know him and his girlfriend broke up, but I don't remember the reason why. I know they got into it at that wedding. Um, it was something where I, I can't, I don't remember specifics, but she walked off because something happened and then I think he followed her and they were out talking on their own and then they got into their own personal shit and just started fighting. Yeah. I I remember the fight and everything. I just don't remember like one 
particular thing there there she was like i'm done i i think i think her big thing was is that he she claimed that he showed her no attention or any affection or and and always put okay. everything first and then his big thing was like oh so you want you want me to put my big dream on the back burner right. for you and then it was like <laughs> shit like that <laughs> dude i like I really hope he's like that in real life. He he I, is the man. I have a I have a huge hunch that he is. And <laughs> and uh on Mike Studd's podcast he was talking about it. He said he had him at his house 5 years ago and he said that that's what he was going to do. Was going to make a TV show about his come up. I saw he was on uh Mail Time, which is KFC and his brother do a a podcast at Barstool called Mail Time. They had him on 5 years ago and he literally said he's like I, I was using rapping as my car to kind of drive into the scene, but I really want to be a write, I really want to write TV shows and be a okay. comedian. Cool. So like this has been his plan. He's he's manifested the whole thing. He like yeah. put it out there and it literally happened. I dude, I love when he just like randomly goes off on like a freestyle. He is just fired dude, dude and then he just ends the end of the episode. He's just like sitting here like yeah. this, and then he's just like, "What's your name?" And he's just like. And it's just Dave pops I, up. Dave. Yeah, dude. <laughs> oh fuck. Did you um kind of transition a little bit though? Yep. But um did you hear about uh this antibody test you could take? Yes. The only reason I've heard about it is because Joe Rogan has been testing all of his guests that come on the podcast. He has them tested before they do the podcast okay. to make sure that they're not positive. Now I'm kinda I'm not saying like it's stupid to go take it, but at the same time, I'm like, I mean, I, I guess I, it can give you some solace in knowing, yeah, I've had it, or I've built up uh, some way to fight it my body has. But at the same time, they've came out and shown that even if you've gotten it, you can get it again. Exactly. So, I mean, all it's basically telling you is, yeah, you've had it before, but. I mean, you can get it again. <laughs> you know? Really, the the an- the antibody test right now is basically the one thing that should give, I guess, people hope is that they're finding out that a lot more people have had it yeah. and they've been asymptomatic, which is great. Yeah. But the issue being still is it affects everybody differently. Right. And and like you were just saying. You know, you could go take that antibody test. It could say that you're that you haven't had it, but then you could walk outside, bump into somebody or whatever, and, and get, get it right, right after that. Yeah. So I mean, like, yeah. I mean, I guess if I had like a bunch of extra money sitting around, yeah. I'd, I mean, I'd take it, but like, I'm not gonna go out of my way to do. You know, hundred percent. I mean? Like at this point, I'm just like, I'm gonna, I'll take my chances. I don't want to get it, but at the same time, I'm not like. I'm not going to say I'm not scared of it, but, like, I'm not, like, oh, my God, this is yeah detrimental. I'm going to die. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, thing, things with – things the next year will be very weird. And I, I, I believe that – me, personally, this is my belief that I know they're slowly starting to open everything up. Yeah. But I still don't see myself – going out and about for a, a while i could see myself I, feel you. I could see myself renting a cabin or renting a house at the beach and 10 15 20 people going that and we just do that like yeah, i could see yeah. us doing shit like that but i don't see myself 
going out to a bar, going out. And who knows? I might change my mind. That's just how I am now. It's it's just – I think a lot of people think that just because they're letting us out that it's just – shutting off it's just gonna it shut the virus off gone. exactly you know and i mean going on a little trip like that with friends or, or whatever is a lot different than being in a small area with 100 people exactly you know i mean you, there's so many variables there you you don't know who has it or has had it someone coughs sneezes and boom like there you are <laughs> and, and this might sound crazy but i would rather get it from somebody that i know Oh, go out to agree. a bar and yeah. get it and be like pissed because I have no idea how I caught it. Right, right. I mean, I, I, that's weird. I definitely would like be a little. <laughs> I don't know why, but I would be a little bit more comfortable knowing like, all right, I got it this past weekend. I was with these fifteen people, so it definitely came from one of them. Isn't that a weird? Yeah. Because I feel the same way. Yeah, I, that's I, weird. I, I I feel I I feel more calm when I say that out loud. Like. Okay, well, at least I know I get, I'm going to battle it with somebody I know. Is I think yeah, what calms me down. No, I feel you. And it's just it's just familiar territory. I mean, I feel like everyone's more comfortable with stuff they're familiar with. Absolutely. In general. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I was talking to my mom, and I, I just – I keep getting so frustrated, and, like, I haven't – I try to stay – because both newses are just – a joke in terms of them just going back and forth and like that stuff it's like whatever but the one thing that does bother me still is that people are saying that it's not as deadly as the flu because the flu kills a hundred thousand people a year but that's globally and that's over a 12 month span it only kills like 30,000 people a year here in america we we're already almost to sixty five thousand, yeah. and it's been like two months. Yeah. So, and and that's that's the one thing. Thankfully, we did quarantine because imagine if we didn't, it 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 could have been something very very serious in terms of death numbers. We oh yeah, with all those people still dying in a two months span. Imagine if people were still doing their normal thing. Oh yeah, I mean, I'd venture to say we'd be in the hundred thousands. Oh I mean, yeah. You, if you, I mean, everyone just out every day. I, if, if we didn't stay home, it would be, <laughs> it would be madness. Really, I mean, they really had no choice. I mean, I think we're getting to a point now, though, where we're kind of learning more about it. Hundred um, percent. I, I, I definitely agree. Slowly open things back up. Like I agree. They, they came out with those phases, and I did hear. Once you, they start phase one, you can't start phase two until it's 14 days straight of a downward slope. Yep. Like, you have 10, and then there's a spike. You start over, which, I mean, I agree with. Um, I, I do, too. I, I think that's being smart. Yeah. I mean, if you if you go right back into everything's open back up, there's – I mean, it's almost inevitable that if you go back to the norm we were on, then – we're going to have another huge spike and yeah it sucks but it is going to take a little time like i am praying football season still happens i i that's funny you brought it up i'm i think it's gonna still happen Mm -hmm. but i've heard that they're gonna wait to play college until feb it started in february and make it a spring sport well i i did hear today luke told me um NFL wise, they pushed the start of the season back three weeks. It still has the same ending date. 
So I don't know if we'll just have less games. Probably just less preseason. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, I mean, I'm okay with that. I just, I just don't want. Foot, it's a football, cash cow. Football's going to happen. There's, there is no now. Okay, I will say when they shut the machines down, I knew it was serious in terms of like all the gambling machines. Oh and yeah, yeah, yeah. But football, bro. The money that they make yeah. on football with bets, restaurant, like everything relies on football. I don't see how it ha- doesn't happen. You're going to see games with zero people in the stands, I think, and everybody will just watch it on TV, and that's how it'll be this season. I mean, even doing that, though, is going to make a huge economical uh, – what's the word I'm Growth. looking for? No, I'm talking because if people aren't paying for tickets and well, stuff. What, what they're saying is the views in terms of the TV contracts will make so much more money because everybody's eyes will be on it because it's sports again. Yeah. That, that that's because I thought the same thing, but that's what would carry. I'm carry wondering it. if I hope they don't, but I'm wondering if like in terms of like um, bars and restaurants, if they'll um, – Try to do, like, something where they do with, like, the UFC. If you want to show it in your place, we're going to charge you based on how many people you can fit in. Just because no, if they have it to where no one can go to the games and they need to make more money somehow. Because, I mean, that will come out of the owner's pockets. Not, oh, for not sure. Not having any people in the stands. I mean, I mean, I know the owner pays the players, but, I mean – all that revenue from tickets, beer sales, all concessions, I mean, that's a lot of money. You're right. If you think about it, I'd say a sta- a smaller stadium holding 50,000 people, average ticket, and I'm being generous here, $100. Yep. 50,000 times 100, that's $5 million. Yep. I mean, just with the ticket. Yeah, and that's a cheap ticket. That's a cheap ticket, and yeah. that's not including the seven beers you're going to buy. That's yeah. eighteen bucks a piece. The hot dog that you're going to buy for twelve dollars. So I, I, I do, I definitely do see what you're saying. I mean, <laughs> I, I just, we'll, we'll, we will really see what it's going to be like when the NHL starts back in July, and we will yeah. see, we'll see how because they're only doing it in like four cities. And I guess most of them are in Canada. I was talking yeah. to Mace about it. He said, like, which, whatever, who cares? I mean, but they're going to be, I think, hopefully, I'd imagine they're going to be televised and multiple ga- multiple games will happen in the one place. So, like, all the teams are going to play and only those four only locations? The, yeah. Okay, okay. I, I thought for a second I thought you were saying, like, only those four cities <laughs> no, no, teams no, no. are playing. I was which, like, damn. They, they picked places that aren't hot spots, which right. makes sense. Right. So. I wonder if. Um, Canada, like themselves as a country, have something like the say in that. Like maybe like the U.S. said, no, we're not having it here in Canada. Said you can come play here. Honestly, it's a good question. I mean, I kind of thought the same thing, but I I don't know. And it it is kind of cool that the USA and Canada are working together to get it back because, I mean, I. He, there, there are a lot of people right now that are, are going crazy and yeah. need something. Yeah. And and that's why, like, I don't want to be sound ignorant or, like, crazy, but this hasn't bothered me at all, which is so right. wild. And, and because 
Mike Studd said it on his podcast perfectly. If you would ask an individual if they could reset their life for three, four, five, maybe six months without having to worry about an infectious disease, yeah. and, and they could stay home, they would get like a stimulus check kind of, and they could just stay away from people and, and reset their life. I bet a lot of people would do it. Oh, yeah. And that's basically what we're going through right now in terms of a lot of people, I hope, are really like learning about themselves. I mean, you right. have a lot of time on your hands. Right. You can only you can only watch so much Netflix, Hulu. Like I found myself, me and JT, sitting in silence, going and sitting out back, just sitting and just relaxing. On Saturday, we right. lit the fire at eleven o'clock and didn't come in until nine p.m. So, like, I'm 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 hoping for a lot of people that you know you take this as like a meditation time, yeah, and 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 kind of realize that. Things might not go back to the way they used to be, but the changes could be better than they were before. I hear you. I think I think uh, at least people should be a lot more grateful for 100%. stuff after all this. And I'd say overall, like, I haven't minded it, but there has been a, every now and then I'm just, like, depressed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, sitting here like, fuck. Damn. Like, I run out of shows. I'm bored of my Xbox. And I think another thing is, like how you're saying, if people had the option to do that, I would probably be one of them to say, yes, I'm just, I'm weird. I don't like being told you have to stay in your house. If it was my choice, I feel like I'd feel a lot different. You know yeah. what I mean? And uh, that could just be me. But, um... I'd say overall, it has been a nice little recharge. I think like some a couple of times I've just been a little too like uh, down on myself. I guess you could say, yeah. um, which you getting, have no get, reason to be getting bored. Yeah, you know. Yeah, um, but I do feel like um, a lot of people, anyways. Like I think the depression rates are going to go way up, and I do think. I hope I'm wrong. I hope. I I think uh, we might have some suicide rates going up. Just, I mean, some people need need help, need to talk to people. And I mean, if they're stuck in their houses alone, I mean, some people don't have someone they're living with. You know, they're stuck at home all by themselves, just in their own head. And like we said a million times, that can be dangerous. Yeah. Um, I I understand a lot of doctors and stuff have still been open for emergencies and whatnot. Um, but still, some people, they get in a certain mindset and they'll just try to bottle themselves up. Yeah. And like, shut off from the world. And it, I just feel like if you're already in a dark place, this is not a good time to be in. Yeah. But at the same time... I'm not saying it wasn't necessary. I'm You're just you're 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 being open minded, which yeah. is what you're supposed to be on every situation. Yeah. Like and and that's that's kind of one thing that, that scares me in another spectrum because there are a lot of people that do need to get back to work. So that's what worries me. When they start opening up these states, there's gonna be a lot of people that are like, Listen, I don't have a choice. I gotta get out there yeah. and I gotta work and I gotta be around a lot of people 
which in turn, now, I hope this doesn't happen, but it could start a second wave. And then what do you do? Yeah. Do you do you reshot back down? Do you, you do you try to get herd immunity? Like, I guess Sweden almost is like, they said 60 or 70% tested in terms of they know if somebody's had it or if somebody's sick or if somebody's huh. passed because they didn't do a lockdown. They did like yeah. an experiment and it's it worked for them, but they're a lot smaller scale. Yeah, that's than us. a lot different country. I mean, I think overall, like culture, culturally and everything, they're a lot different than us. And like with the getting back to work and stuff, being shut down this long, there's a lot of smaller businesses that really. They might not survive this, or they're right on the line of a breaking point of going out of business. I'm seeing it firsthand with, yeah. with a lot of these small yeah. gas stations. Yeah. And I'm I'm wondering, I'm hoping not, that like some of them, as soon as they get the opportunity, they're so desperate for business and money, they just boom right back into everything. I don't know. If they're going obviously. They'll probably set some guidelines, but some of these smaller places, they ain't going to be monitored. Let as many people in as you want and stuff, and then who knows what could happen. I mean, anyone off the street can walk in there, yeah. have a virus, and then infect everyone in there. I'm, because grocery stores like Lowe's, like we've seen around here, they're doing a, a good job of, you know, counting yeah. people. But, I mean, Sheetz's and all these gas stations, I, I don't mean to call out brand names, but, like, gas stations that I go to, they have signs that say, Hey, only this, but they aren't enforcing. They're it. not enforcing it. Yeah. There's so many people that go in and out of these stores. People now, the only thing that I will say, Sheets is doing good is they're locking a lot of their doors, except I did a, a couple that. doors, yeah. which works. But you know, these gas stations and these convenience stores, they don't give a shit. They need yeah. to make money. Yeah, I, I was at Sheets the other day, and I noticed on the door it said five people max. I walk in there, there's at least ten people in there. <gasps> Easy. <laughs> And I know you can only walk through that one door, but they don't have anyone sitting at that door counting. I mean, and I've been to Lowe's a million times the past couple of weeks, and they're at, they do a really good job. They got someone at the entrance uh, counting someone going in, and they must be on the same system because they got someone at the exit counting everyone that goes out. I guess so. Walmart's that way. Yeah. I, I haven't been in any of those stores, but let me ask you this since it, it hits close to home for you. How do you think this changes the restaurant business going forward? Because they might put restrictions in where you can't have X amount of people in there. Like, how does the game change in terms of a place like Generations where, you know, nightlife is is just right. as, you know, profitable, I imagine, as food. So, I mean, have you? I imagine you guys have talked about it. Like, what do you yeah. think? I mean... <clears throat> I know, I know my dad big time. He's he's been wanting to reopen. He's kind of been. This is nuts. We we need to make make money. I mean, yeah. Which the first couple of weeks we did our kitchen remodel and stuff. Which I heard we, it looks amazing. Oh, it it, do, it does. It looks great. Um, I know, I'm I'm almost positive they are gonna put like a regulation on, like when when we are allowed to reopen, there's only gonna be so many people allowed in, and. I'm wondering if that's going to cause people to not come because, okay, you're only allowed to have 20 people in there. What are the odds are of I get in my car and drive all the way down there and I have to wait? I Say I have a party of five. I have to wait for five people to walk out of there for God knows how long. Um, <clears throat> but I do know 
within the next, I think, week or two, we are going to have the deck open. Monday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to have the deck open for people to go eat. And another thing is, I think <coughs> a lot of it has to do with, I'm not saying this in any type of way, how successful you were before this happened. Do you have a very loyal customer base? Um, or are you just one of those places drifters come in? Um, now, fortunately, we do, <coughs> we do have a lot of regulars and stuff, and I know we've heard from them all the time. So we're dying to get back in there. When we opened back up for takeout, I had a lot of people uh, telling me how excited they were. A lot of people asking me when it's happening and whatnot. But I definitely think a lot of places are going to take a, a big hit. Yeah. Like, like I was saying earlier, it, if not too big, where they, they can't keep going. And I hope that's to a minimum. Because, I mean, everyone has to make a living. and Absolutely. And I, I think it what benefits you guys, too, is your guys' menu variety in terms of top to bottom is just phenomenal. Which we're getting a new menu here soon uh, within the next couple months. They've, they've been working on it. Um, but it's weird. Like, growing up, I ate Generation so much to where, like, I, I, I got a little tired of it. I was like, oh, I, get, I can't eat this for a while. Yeah. And... It's weird how excited I was when we started doing takeout again to go get something there because I hadn't had it in so long and it, it just it tasted just phenomenal, even though it was like it it was weird it became like a norm to me like this is like eating at home yeah yeah you know what I mean and it, when I went and got it for the first time it, I was I was like a little kid I was so jittery. Um, and it, it it's almost weird, like, seeing people back in the kitchen working again and whatnot. I mean, it's been like a ghost town everywhere. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think, too, I think the d- delivery aspect is going to be huge hopping on DoorDash. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I ordered food. What's the – I think I ordered food Wednesday. And I, I was just pumped to get it because – like I said, the the variety of the menu is just. <laughs> I mean, you, you I could get anything got it today. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I don't know. You just you you hope and pray <laughs> that some of these small businesses can really get out of the hole, and and that's why too, you know, that's why I think a lot of people unfortunately are just going to go out and go out as soon as they let people go yeah. because they're, they they want to support these places. Yeah. So it's it's a rock and a hard place, man. And and they have had the government. I I know they've had some type of uh support program for smaller businesses to try to keep them going, but which they ran out of that money already. Yeah, I was going to say it really and I'm not trying to talk down on it or anything, but it really wasn't enough. Like and it, it, for some places it's like because not all places got it. Like, if you made too much money, they're just like, you're on your own. Yeah. And you just got to deal with it. Um, which, I mean, that's that stinks. And the whole – and the other thing is a lot of employees, they don't want to come back to work yet because they're making so much on unemployment. So much money now. Yeah. Like, I could have been working again already, and – I'm not saying it's only because of the unemployment money, but when it comes to 
with the, the situation we're in and you're making this much money on unemployment, is it really worth you or whoever you live with to bring it back home to them? If you're already making enough money to live, why why go take that risk until this is over with? I dude, you I mean, I, I mean? get it. I, I, I that that's the perfect explanation. Yeah, I, it is because I I was kind of wondering too, but now that you, when you put it that way, it makes sense. Yeah, I and it really does suck because I mean, a lot of the employers. I mean, they need workers. Some I know. Some personally, I know a couple of people that own businesses that. They need their employees to come back to work because they've gotten this loan or whatever, and they have to pay it back. And they do that through the employees coming back to work and yeah. payroll and stuff. And I mean, it, it's just kind of—it's a hard time. I don't know how else to put it. <laughs> I like that. Big life, <laughs> life, baby. I—I'm <laughs> I t- I, never changing it. And that's—that's that's a barstool thing. That's bar awesome. Stool, that's the chick in the office. Shout out Pogues, man. Fuck yeah, dude. I don't like kooks. Nah, me neither. <laughs> me neither. But yeah, dude. No, I—I I, uh, it. The world is is gonna be different. Very. It's the only way that you can put it. Be- I, I'm I'm anxious to see. How this all pans out when it when we get over with it. I mean, it's it's been a nice relaxing time. I'm not gonna. I know, like I've said, like sometimes I'm like, damn, like I'm cooped up. Yeah. But at the same time, it's been like a nice little reboot. Um, I I've, I feel like it's gonna level the playing field, and I don't know what that means, but I feel like that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> I I, I I feel you. I feel like socially, I feel like maybe people that were assholes or cocky people will will you know take it down a yeah. notch. Like I I feel like it's gonna level everything out because I know a lot of people haven't really left their house and they're not leaving their house. I have been uh, through work, mm-hmm. but a lot more people now, man. Hey, how you doing? You know, yeah. they're they're talky, they're chatty because they're appreciative. Well, I was just going to say on the other end of what you were saying about people taking down notch. Hopefully, the real shy people and stuff are have are been stuck at home and they're just so desperate now where they go out and they want to talk to everyone. Exactly. You know what I mean? It so That would be cool. It really could actually level the playing field. That would field. be cool. And I kind of hope uh with people going back to work, it hasn't become they're so used to living off this government money and so used to doing nothing now to when they go back to work, it doesn't emotionally drain them yeah. and um, like make them not happy. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. I, I, I feel like hopefully this makes people a little more independent too in terms yeah. of like um you know, you're gonna you're gonna want to try to go out and fend for yourself, so you're prepared for the next time. Yeah, because you know there's gonna be a next time. Yeah, it makes you think like all these people like Doomsday. I'm not saying this is a Doomsday situation, but 
doomsday preppers. Everyone's like, oh, these people are crazy. They're crazy. And look what look what we're dealing with right they're now. They're clowning us right yeah, now. Yeah, they're, they're sending him. Oh, we're stocked up. We, we got all the toilet paper. Yeah. <laughs> you want to know the craziest part about this whole quarantine thus far? Is we grew up our entire lives being told that aliens are not real. And now it has been confirmed that you... Did you not see no, any of this? please tell me they found aliens. No, it, it is confirmed that UFOs exist, and they released footage from when they were flying planes around, and they have the thing that they're... Tr- they're it's, and you Where can, can s- you see this? Um, honestly, I think I can find it on Twitter. I can probably just Google it. Yeah, but, but so it's... it's that uh, is awesome. It's footage from 2015, and then there's been... A bunch of reports of, you know, people seeing the hovers and everything like that. And it literally just got swept under the rug with all this coronavirus stuff that it's it's confirmed. Aliens and UFOs are real. I've been saying it for years. This universe is way too big. There's someone out there. I'm telling you. It, it's exciting to me. I love it. It's Well, I like it. It, it. it could be a little scary. You never know what's out there. But at the same time, that's awesome. Um, and, sp- and, and two people, maybe they wouldn't come and take us over. No. Maybe they would be our friends. Maybe we'll eat Thanksgiving with L- them one let's day. Let's share some intel, man. Dude, right? I mean, obviously their little spaceships are sick. Let's let's swap secrets. Maybe they have the technology to make lightsabers, and that would be dope. Maybe they have the cure to all these viruses. Yeah, there Whoa. you go. It could be some alien society where sickness is obsolete. It's been gone for years. Great health care. Great, <laughs> great health care there. No, but dude, so yeah, I, I, uh, I almost forgot that. So I wanted to make sure I threw that in. I, I, I think it's amazing. You're, our whole lives we were told, that's not real. Those things aren't real. And it's, it's confirmed. They're yeah. real. There's aliens in Area 51. No, well, I don't know. I'm just saying that now they that I know UFOs are out there. Probably are. And speaking of weird stuff, ghosts are real. Ghosts are real. <laughs> mermaids are real. Dude, I hope so. I'm not so. talking about pretty mermaids. I'm saying there are people that live in the ocean that look like mermaids <laughs> with fins on the end. And that's just what it is. It's just well, well. If you think about, it, there's so much about the ocean we don't know. It's ridiculous. So I, I can believe. It. I'm open to weird theories like that. I love them. They're still finding animals that they didn't know what they were. They thought were extinct, dude. We don't and know. Some what's in of there. them have weirdly human-looking faces. Exactly. Really weird. Could be an alien. <laughs> dude. So how did how the uh, Raiders do in the draft? I love our picks personally um i i love them uh henry ruggs i know i know there's been multiple times where just because someone's fast it doesn't mean but i'm pretty sure bam that means something yeah and i'm pretty sure um he ran a 427 i'm pretty sure that that makes him the fastest guy in the nfl right now but see for some reason i thought his counterpart the guy we drafted or Jerry well, Judy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought he was faster than Ruggs. I don't know. I, I didn't see anything about that, but Honestly, I know he's very good. Those, t- I, it, I can't believe those two played on the same team after watching highlights of both of them. Oh, yeah. They, that, that's, they both ate, dude. I mean, they're tense. It's crazy. And 
our second pick, uh, Damon Arnett, cornerback uh, from Ohio State, uh, got him a 19. I don't know why, but I've seen so many critics hating on him when uh, Akuda, his, his, the other corner from Ohio State, was cause number one corner in the draft, or maybe number one DB. He, I'm pretty sure, allowed Akuda. Who, who drafted him? I'm trying to think. I can't he remember. Was like it was three, early. Right? It was early though. I know Chase Young from Ohio State went number two, the DN. Did he, he go three? I think he went he might three. Have. He might have. I yeah. don't know where he went though. But um, Akuda, maybe Akuda, the whole time he played, I'm pretty sure he played three years, led up only two touchdowns. Now Arnett played all four years, mind you, the last season with a cast on his arm. Damn. Let up one touchdown his whole career, and even Akuda himself told, uh, like, uh, in interviews or whatever, look, Damon Arnett is just as good as me, if not better. And why say that if it's not true and hurt your own draft status? You I know agree. what I mean? I agree. So I don't really get why everyone's hating on him. He's a beast. Um, it 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 sucks. Just people will always find shit to hate about, bro. Yeah. And that's what I hate too. A lot of these young kids, you know, they're they're studs. So like, I I, yeah. I don't know. And uh, they, uh, it had to suck because their whole life they thought the draft would be the way it is, and they had to do it virtually, which is crazy I to know. say. I mean, let's pray that it's the only virtual one we have in our lifetime. It's not going to be, but let's pray it is. They could say, you know, yeah, we were a part of the virtual draft. It's nuts. Uh Next year's in Cleveland. Is it really? Yeah, I could have oh sworn I heard I heard Yardell say we're going to have it in Vegas next year, but I guess well, first of all, he messed up. He said the 2020 draft will be in Vegas, which is the one that just happened. Yeah. But I saw some uh, an article about it the other day where it's confirmed it's in Cleveland next year, and then it's going back to Vegas the year after that. Um, <clears throat> but um, dude from Kentucky, I forget his name. He, I mean, he played like quarterback, wide receiver, and something. He's just a utility player. Mm-hmm. Um, we picked him up round two or three, and honestly, I really didn't even know nothing about him. But <laughs> after watching him play, he's something serious, Stunned. dude. He's and I love his attitude. <laughs> I mean, it might sound messed up, but he's perfect for the Raiders, dude. <laughs> he he, w- little skinny quarterback, dude thrown uh, haymakers at uh, D. Lyman from, I believe, Auburn or Virginia. That's fire, Oh, dude. I love it, dude. He, he just belongs with us. Um, I, I just still can't believe, like, everyone's like, Arnett is a round three, round four corner. But I don't know. I'm off the subject. He's going to kill. We need a corner. Whatever. Yeah, dude. I, I was pumped about Denver, bro. They drafted those two receivers. They got – uh, Judge Judy from Bama. They're going to be good. And they got K.J. Hamler from Penn State, which he was their number one receiver. And then they ended up late. They picked up um, Missouri's tight end, which was Drew Locke's money tight end when yeah. he played in college. So I, I guess that dude and Noah Font, who we drafted last year, the two fastest tight ends in the, the whole league. They're going to be good. I'm not saying they're not going to be good, but they're not going to beat the Raiders. <laughs> Dude, uh, but the the issue that we're both going to run into is we are living in the Mahomes era. I know. I, <laughs> I mean, know. it's it, it, it's this is this is going to be very difficult for both of us. But I will say, in the last ten years, 
Um, Denver's won it five times, and KC's won it five times. So I don't even know know where uh, Oakland is. Oh, yeah, they're not in Oakland anymore. They stunk so bad they had to go to a new city. Yeah, right. (laughs) You see our stadium now? It's sick. It looks like the Death Star. dirty. It does, dude. It's sick. Um, What was I going to say? Shoot. Probably oh. something about Arnett being a third rounder yeah. and you're pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I am pissed about that. But honestly, like, I, d- I definitely think both teams have the potential to beat the Chiefs. Oh, I mean, me too. I me mean, too. Honestly, we're both loaded with talent. I, I really don't understand what's been going on with the Raiders because they have had plenty of talent. Well, I, I agree. Like, I even Denver's had, like, both of our – and even the fucking Chargers always have talent. Yeah. And for some – we we end up all beating up on each other towards the end, and it's just like, fuck it. But, dude, fucking L.A. drafted their quarterback of the future, Justin Herbert. So, I yeah, mean, I like him, dude. So, who, who knows, man? That's a that's a pretty pretty good fucking if, conference. Uh, I'm already on the edge with them, but it, if Derek Carr don't perform this year – Get him out. He, he sucks. He is loaded with receivers right now. I'm loaded. so I'm so shocked, you guys, that Gruden hasn't made a run on Cam Newton yet. I'd I'd like to have. I mean, I know he's Cam pot- Newton's he, a dog, dude. He potentially brings problems, but I think he's a dog. I think he would do very well. I really don't understand why we picked up Mariota other than a backup, but. Mm. Uh, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be so. I'm gonna go against the grain here. I'm actually a fan of Marietta. I like him. I, it's just. I don't his think numbers Vrabel, haven't been great. I don't think Vrabel liked him very well, and I know that Vrabel wasn't there the whole time when Marietta. St- I don't know if he played for two or three coaches, but I. I, I just think once Vrabel got in there, he. I, I don't know. I don't think he wanted him out as his starting quarterback. I think you guys. I think if anybody knows how to use Marietta, it's Sean Gruden. Yeah. Basically, is what I just should have said I from the beginning. I love John Gruden. Like, yeah, he's a fucking he's animal. A, I, I don't understand. I've seen a lot of people, like, in my groups I'm in with other Raider fans or whatever, they all hate on him so much. Why, I don't get it. Like, in my in my opinion, I think he's a Hall of Fame coach. Um well, if, if he wins another one, he is. Yeah. For yeah. sure. I'd like to see Mariota at least get a chance, you know. And it's kind of funny. We have really loaded up on Clemson players the past uh, two years. Dude, it's because da- Dabo knows how to f- yeah. to, to teach them. And bro. they're all good. I will, for sure. I will say um, Cleveland Farrell could have had a little better year, but he turned it on a little bit towards the end. He started out real slow. Um, Mad Max Crosby from Eastern Michigan we picked up last year. Um, he ended up starting a defensive end. In, in my opinion, I'm very upset about it. He, without a doubt, should have won defensive rookie of the year. Um, Bosa won it. And if you look at the numbers, literally every single stat except for one, I think, uh, Max Crosby's numbers are better. Dude, Bosa could have had a terrible year, and he already was. I know he just got that name. Yeah, and honestly, uh, Jonathan Abram or no, fuck, that's the DV. Josh Jacobs. Um, He's a fucking animal, man. I, I'm not saying should have won Offensive Rookie of the Year, but who won Offensive uh, Rookie of the Year? 
Kyler Murray, I think. Makes which, sense. Which, in my opinion, Josh Jacobs had a way better year in terms of, help, like, what he did for the team. Kyler's just a quarterback. Yeah, yeah. That's just how it is. It sucks, but. And the other, I know I'm going back to last year, but Jonathan Abram, the safety from uh, Mississippi State we drafted, I'm telling you, he's something to look out for this year. He got he got hurt the first game. He, he cracked some dude on the sideline and fucked up his shoulder. So he couldn't play the rest of the year, but I'm t- this dude – Flies around the field. He loves hitting people. Gruden. Really? I was watching Hard Knocks. Gruden. Oh yeah, he I know you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> he yeah, was yeah. like, Quit hitting your teammates so hard. Yeah, and you guys got Hunter Renfro. I love Renfro. He was he's a an steal. animal. It, no, it, he will forever always hold that record in the college football playoff because rarely will we ever see again where a receiver will play all four years. Yeah, yeah. I lo- I really think he's like he's gonna be another Wes Welker. Or, uh, I'd uh, love it. Or uh, Edelman or Amendola. Amendola. You know, he 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 knows how to get open. I mean, he, there's been so many third down plays. He's like the go-to guy. He's always yeah. right there. I I don't know why. I just love I loved watching him play in college. Yeah. Dude. Let me let me switch sports real quick. I got a question for you. What do you think about Huggins? Have you heard of Huggins' take on how to start the basketball season next mm-mm, year? Mm-mm. Okay, so he said eliminate the preseason and exhibition games. Get rid I of might have heard this. Get rid of those preseason tournaments and start the season off with last year's NCAA tournament. Well, that'd be cool. And you know, are, are they still going to play after the tournament? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so that cha- so there would be no asterisks. He said the champion would be last year's champion, and then they would start a season and have another now, one. Now, it would be it, they would, if they did that. Would it be the tournament with with the same players? No, it can't be the same players. Can't be. So, I mean, I like the idea, but it's kind of like wouldn't be a true showing of who would have been yeah. the champion last. Year. Well, the 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 only the only reason that I like it is because basically, imagine the, imagine the next NCAA tournament. Those dudes yeah. will be so warmed up and ready to roll. Oh yeah, to where like, like we've already been here. Exactly, we know what to do now. And and uh, and he said he's like it doesn't have to be sixty four; it can be thirty two teams yeah. because they already had the matchups made. That would be cool. I, I'd like to see that really. Uh, and I think like just to start the season off like that with such high tempo, that would really get people going. You You're know? insane. But I mean, dude, do you have why any, not? You have anything else you want to touch on? I I definitely I gotta say, thank you to our first uh, corporate sponsor. Which this is what you asked for at the cabin. You said. The one thing that you wanted was yeah. to get a sponsor. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we are brought to you in part by, <laughs> by uh, Liberty Distributors. Um, I'll tell you what. Corona couldn't hold them down. Corona took the toilet paper out of the stores, but they didn't take the toilet paper out of the warehouse, baby. I'll t- I, they saved my butt during all this quarantine stuff. And they got all your janitorial needs. They were working overtime to make sure that when you got on the pot and you sat down after a long, dirty, nasty do, (laughs) that the TP was there. They 
We're always working for you, and they will continue working for the you. The TP is there because LD cares. Facts. You know? <laughs> Facts. <laughs> That's beautiful. You know? Well, uh, I think it's been a good good first episode for the second season. I can't wait to uh, keep this going. We'll dive a little deeper into other issues going on, yeah. hopefully, as this uh this situation we're in resolves a little bit. I think we're definitely going uphill a little bit now in yeah, a positive man. way. Yeah, and it's you know it's nice to be back. I mean, it's nice to just be back down here. You know, you there is a vibe down here. You yeah, kind, you kind of get a mo. You know, like things things go on down here. There's a lot of creative, a yeah. lot of creative things that happen, man. So it's just it's good to be yeah. back. I can't tell you how nervous I was walking in here after not doing it for so long, but it's weird, like, as soon as, like, I sat down and picked up the mic, it was kind of just like, all right. So natural. Yeah, we're back in it. I'll be honest with you. I was so nervous, too, and I'm so happy that we caught caught it all on camera when you got in the door. (laughs) So so maybe maybe one of my things that I'm going to try to figure out how to do is edit and put all this shit together just yeah so hopefully i can do that might might be able to cut a clip there but honestly man it it's been fun i i I, I can't wait to (laughs) can't wait to get back and and do this more man so season two episode one um we're back baby so you can follow me on twitter and instagram at juice nixon underscore underscore make sure to check out www.thejuiceboxpod.com or is it the Juicebox Podcast? No, it's the juiceboxpod.com. Um, I've been slacking so hard on the blogging. Dupes has, ch- has churned a couple out, but I know that'll pick up once things get back to normal. Um, I just think with everybody being home, kind of changes your mindset, makes you lazy on things that you want to do. So that, that, that'll start, start churning. And then, man, just make sure you check out all of our uh, season one episodes of the Tobacco Pipe 1 through 8. All the juice box pod episodes. Um, Apple and Spotify, man. Subscribe and yeah, tell a friend. Smash that like. <laughs> All right, guys. It feels so good to be back. And I'm on Twitter at Father Dupes. Instagram, Father Dupes. Hit me on that Twitch, baby. JD Deplaga. I'm back on the Call of Duty Warzone. I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll give you a show. Uh, Snapchat, JD Dupes. Facebook, John DeFlaga. Inbox me. I got all, I got all your uh, fixes for your problems. I love you. Peace out, babies. Bye. We're back.